tequila. Mm. It'll to kill you. That's true. Now, today's fight. Today's fight coming in the background is courtesy of uh, Mayweather Canelo. Mm-hmm. The Zone. Um, Days in. Schooling, Clinic. boxing, man. Clinic. So that's what Clinic. you're hearing in the background. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, continue. Let's start off with over, over across the pond. With the, we're gonna go off the main event on the fight card. No disrespect to the fight card, but Kell Brook versus Mike Zarafa. <laughs> I told you when you came in, man. Uh, watched the fight ten times and still haven't seen it once. So the only thing that made this there's only two things that made this fight relevant. Kell Brook. Kell Brook was the first one, mm-hmm. and then the winner of this fight is the mandatory for the WBA title. Interesting. Literally it. That's it. Literally now, it. Michael that's what Z- this fight. Michael looked like that kind of sparring partner you want to bring in to prepare yeah. for a heavyweight, for, yeah. for, yeah. For, for, a, for a championship fight. Yeah, he's not going to hurt and you, be, but he's going to be dangerous enough for you to learn your skill and Unfortunately, uh, that's your where Kell Brook should have been able to shine on TV because now you're no threat at all. No. Uh, to me, there was a couple punches where Z- if Zarafa was, was a little bit better at timing him, he probably could have started clocking him a lot more. Because Kelbrook did not look that impressive to me at all. Yo, a couple things I took away from this fight. I'm like, yo, Kelbrook can take an ass whooping. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, like, that's the first thing I thought of. I was like, all right, Kels. And then another thing I talked about, I was like, whether it's Amir Khan, whether it's Hopefully. Earl Spence. Hopefully not. Amir Khan, I mean, not Amir Khan, but Kelbrook needs to take one of these major fights soon. Not for exactly. everybody's sake, but for his, his sake, sake. Because he doesn't, he doesn't have a lot of great years. Or, no. no, no, not even that. He's not going to be able to compete at a high level for long. Yes, I agree 100%. So, But good job getting the win. You need it to get that mandatory shot. Now, who, who is that mandatory WBO? WBA. WBA, and who's the title holder for this belt at 154? That is Jared Swifthurd, correct? Nope. Yep, it is. It is. Yes. WBA champ. Whew, I don't know if you got. You know, are you ready for those problems yet? No, nah, I don't think he's ready yet. He's he falls into that category where he's like a great you fighter. You may be but able to get him lured in to face you in Sheffield because of the the, the the event itself. Not necessarily make more money, but they might be able to. Who will see what happens? So now, when I um when if, when Kell Brook first came on the scene, uh, beat Sean Porter. No, no, no. I'm talking about came on the scene tonight oh. for the for the fight. The first thing I thought of, it gave me a flashback of me, myself, and Irene. <laughs> Man, have you ever noticed your boy's got sort of a year-round tan? Yeah. Like, it, it, he's always <laughs> yeah, like a goldish uh, my, uh, bronze. My, uh, great, like, my great-grandmother's like, uh, half-Italian. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, all right. Hell, them boy's dicks is bigger than them sausages, <laughs> man. I think, no, that's the first thing I thought of. I was like, yo, man, he's got the most evenly yeah. perfect... Like body tone, like he like his spray town girls got to be. Uh, that ain't got to be. That's got to be. They more probably got a, a picture tan. of him like in a g-string somewhere advertising this. They could. Like, they they could easily. They no could. tan line needed. Kell Brook like, approved. His tan, I could not tell what nationality he was. He's half all. brother. Huh? He's half brother. Is that what it was? It's a, it's a special blend. Oh god. <laughs> it's a special case. Now let's move on, man. Let's get on to this crazy ESPN fight card. Hey, you called me like a little girl. Yeah. Once this fight happened. Yeah. Hey, go ahead. Say the name. Tua. Tiafuma. Tiafimo Lopez versus Mason Menard. This is one of the fights that when we covered, we said that this is actually going to be Mason Menard. The last time we saw him fight, it was against Devin Haney. Yep. And we were like, this is going to be this is going to be a good test for him. Yep. Same with Tiafimo Lopez because I think Tiafimo came in at ten and zero. Devin Haney schooled that boy. Took him to school. But then Tiafimo. 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 
he did what no one else can do. Have you have you seen Rocky Three? Yes, I've seen Rocky Three. Clubber Lang beat the Italian Stallion in I don't know what round, but this was not the same fight, but yet had the same fall in the same. How do you get knocked out in slow motion in real time? It. This is a KTFO. And you know what though? A scary KTFO. Lopez saw it, mm-hmm. and then he didn't. Eat, it, it was kind of like how when. When Ali was knocking out George Foreman, mm-hmm. he saw him. He, he could have got another shot, yeah. but he just let him fall. Yeah. Like, and, and, you know, thank yep. God for that because it could have really ended, like, even worse. But, worse. no, this was round one KO, yeah. KTFO, KTFO for Teofimo Lopez right. versus Mason. KTFO just, of the year, probably runner-up right now. Near the end of the year. Oh, I got a label. We got more. We got, we more got some good ones, we too, some, right? We got, oh, some, I can't great, wait we got some great ones, man, because we're, we're be right the next, there. Next week's show, is that the wrap-up next no, week? No, not okay. next week. We got one no, more we got, no, the wrap-up? We got, no, we got a couple. Oh, are you talking about, let me see. Before we get to the wrap-up, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, we got about My two favorite weeks. show of the year. Yep. So we got that. And then, and then come in early January, mm-hmm. you have your first official squared circle 101 pound for pound top 10 yes. list. That's what we're going to have. So two weeks from now is going to be our year-end wrap-up show. Mm-hmm. Three weeks from now, you're going to have our first pound for pound. Pound for pound. So list. we got to come up with our first top ten pound for pound list. That's right. Nice. I like it. I like it. That's going to be a tough night. It's going to be a really tough night. Should we record or should we go live when we decide the list? So I mean, it's going to be out here. So I people mean, can see are... what we go through to come up with this list. Hey, Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle 101. We will we will have that so you guys will yes. be able to get to see it live. Yes. So Now, Tia Foma, Teofimo Lopez nailed this boy. You know, I take it back. He knocked him out like Drago did Apollo Creed. That was probably worse because I thought that boy was dead. His legs were kicking. But they had to escort him out. Hopefully, Mason Menard's okay. Prayers still out to Donna Stevenson out there. But we'll see what happens because this boy set a mark at 140 pounds. 35. 35. Who else Wait. is at 135? Hold on. Wait a minute. I lied. I just, I just turned the page. I think that was – yeah, one, it was still 135. 135. So uh, there's a couple other names, 135, that's also on this fight card we're going to get into. So we'll see. Uh, I don't think Teofimo's ready for them problems yet, but we'll see what happens. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of like we just talked about Mason Menard, so still young in their careers. You still got Ooh. Devin Haney out I there. Saw like the I just saw it. Uh, you think that's it? No. Yeah. Lopez, they're gonna put him up against Beltran. All right. That's what's gonna happen. Well, they're gonna then. face him up against Ray Beltran right. next year. Mm, that's like a, that a good too, one. So. He ain't ready for that. He. I don't know if he's fully back. Hundred so, percent. He may have, never come back. We'll see what happens at that level. From the, from a uh, uh, accident like he did. So shout out to Teofimo Lopez with that KTFO. Now we had the first upset of the night. Man, probably when was the last time we were had a big upset like this? That you can think of? It actually ended as an upset. I can't think of off the top. Like of my a head. schooling, right? Yeah. This is a pretty of- much unanimous decision. My apologies to Manuel. Nav- Navarrete, because I, Navarrete, cause I we, didn't think we, he had a we, shot. No, we both counted him out. Yeah. And I think it wasn't just And I'm just glad because, I'm wrong. Because <sighs> he I had this made, one by the fourth or fifth round. Yeah. We we talked about... Now, did you did you watch it on um, ESPN Plus? Yeah. Did you, did I you watched it skip, live. Okay, you watched it live? Okay, because yeah. when I watched it on ESPN, it was skipping some rounds. Okay. But when it's skipping some rounds, I saw the same thing, whether it was... I just saw one-sided... 
Isaac mm-hmm. Dog Bay did have his moments. Yep. Now we're talking about the current WBO Super Bantamweight champion Isaac Dog Bay, ring presence, ring generalship, two and zero in title fights. He just mm-hmm. got his belt. He had his first title defense. Two um, yep. it, His first title defense. He knocked the guy out. One round. Yep. Uh, one round KO, and then this one. He he's a relentless boxer, but the size what the size difference was the problem. Yeah. Navarrete when Lace. he went when he went Mexican mm-hmm. style in like the last thirty seconds of round one, mm-hmm. that's when uh, Isaac Dog Bay really started to have a problem though. But yeah. the, the height and reach, it was just they used it to their advantage yeah. like they were supposed to, and they fought the perfect fight. Yeah. They fought exactly what they needed to do. So shout out to Manuel Navarrete. His last loss he had was when he was seventeen years old. Who? Navarrete, early in his career, one loss. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, one of his early in, in early in career fights. So this is at 126? 22. 22. 122 pounds. We got a new champion, what, WBO? WBA. WBO. WBO. Sweet. Now, the main event of that evening was uh, Vasily Lomachenko yes. versus the Jose sniper. Pedraza. Jose Pedraza. What did you think about this fight? So, Jose Pedraza was not scared, was not scared, and he held his own. And this is what I this is what I tell people about almost anything that I do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't like to be at the very top, depending on what it is, mm-hmm. because people will hold you to that standard the whole time. So anytime you have unless a little bit, gay. so unless you, so if you have a little bit of slippage, everybody's gonna be like, "What do you happen? You're in sales. Yeah, you could be great all year, mm-hmm. but that one month where you drop." Yep. What's the problem? Not, hey, I yeah. know you'll bounce back, yeah, yeah, but what's yeah. your problem? What's going on at home and stuff? This yeah, is yeah. where... Yesterday Vasil- doesn't matter. Tomorrow never hey, shows. Yesterday's baby. home runs don't win today's games. That's right. This is where Vasily Lomachenko is exactly. a gift and a curse. And it's a, he's blessed to be great, but this is the worst performance I've ever seen him have. So you see this APB out, right? For? His right hook. <laughs> Nobody saw it. It wasn't there. It literally didn't show up to the fight at all. No. At all. And then at Not t- even a check. And at times, I did see him do the side-to-side Scared. switch. Uh, the switch, but I think this going up to the 135 and depending on, of course, styles make fights. Well, the, that the, also, I think this weight class sh- is the problem. Also kind of shows how good Lomachenko is because he didn't need the right hook and he still beat the brakes off that boy. He still beat him, but the thing is he looked vulnerable. Lomachenko, but what's he going to do Loma, when you Lomachenko. got power like Teofimo Lopez or who else? Is, Mikey Gervont, Garcia comes to 135. Gervonta Davis, Davis. Who got him out in the stank. seventh round. What, what, what's going to happen? Who got? So that was the, um, but Loman, let's go over the things that yes. we already know. His timing was great. Amazing. It, it was, he's still filthy. He had the knockdown in the, which is seemingly going to happen everywhere. He had the two knockdowns in round 11. punching bag. He really is though. So it's, it's one of these things, especially when you're coming off the, when you're coming off the, Jorge Linares yes. fight, which was a good fight, which, which was a great fight, and then of course this one. There's a little chink in the armor Ooh, where you can see there is racist. a little bit of vul- there's, <laughs> where there's a little bit of vul- yeah. vulnerability with Lomachenko. So he's not I'm, a machine. I'm, I'm he's not a taking man. it. Yeah, he's human, and then these kind of fights that are dangerous. And I his six his his quest for success and to be great mm-hmm. is also going to be uh, not necessarily his downfall, but it's going to get more dangerous the road that he's traveling. Yeah. Definitely is. You know, it, it's we'll see what happens because 135 is definitely his. Uh, that's his ceiling. Yeah, you, you're not getting any bigger than that, bro. And it'd be a horrible idea unless this is gonna be like the the, the Pacquiao versus Margarito, where the guy you're fighting is so old and slow that there's no way you're gonna possibly lose. No, at all. 
Now, this is one thing that I had an observation. It was kind of like, uh, it's kind of like similar to the Kell Brook thing that I was thinking Ooh. of. Shout out to my man Tyrell. I hate that bastard. Why? Because he's been traveling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nah, so it's it's no, don't don't read nothing <laughs> no. from him. Don't read nothing. I'm not. So even gonna, I look, have I'm not received messages <laughs> that last time he was on here and you guys had a back and forth that it was one of the funniest moments of our show's history. Just so he knows that I have to tell him that. Don't tell him that. No, because he's gonna show. You know what? You know what I say? No news is good or all business is good. Shout out to my man, no, Jason. I don't, I don't want Tyrell around. I, yeah. don't want his, I don't want his acknowledgement. I hate that bastard. Anyway, so like I was saying, Lomachenko, he walked into this fight and he was 11-1 and one yeah. with nine knockouts. So he got this unanimous decision victory. But he's going to have hard times the more fights he takes because of the talent he chooses. Mm-hmm. His quest, just like I said, his quest to be great, it, it's going to bring on the biggest and best. It's yeah. just like when you're, you're playing – when you were playing the Lakers or anytime you play the Yankees, you're going to get your best, or when you're playing Duke, you're going to get your best game out of all of your opponents. And then he's not going to take too many. Nobody's going to watch him Mm -hmm. take any fights where, all right, this is just a a layover fight till we get to a championship fight. He's not going to have those. No, he's not. He's not. His next fight, it looks like it's going to be in April. Shout out to my man, Jason Hayes. You know, the last time I saw him, he left me pretty drunk. (laughs) Yeah. But Yes, so we'll see what happens at 135 pounds. He's going to have to face the best names out there. Yeah. That's what he wants to do, and he only wants to face the best names, which is a good and bad thing to happen. So we'll see. He needs to get up. He's Stop too, being he's, scared, though. He's too good for his own good right he is, now. He sure and is. It's going to be met with somebody's going to be more talented. If you ever need something to fall asleep on YouTube, Lomachenko is probably one of the only three people that I could say, if you could find his highlights, just put them on and go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Just his highlights alone. Him, probably Triple G and Floyd, and Mike Tyson, of course. Those are the only ones that I could probably say I'd go to sleep to. Tyson one's like six minutes long. That's the only problem with that one. But Lomachenko ones, if you want some just beautiful boxing, just there you go. My, um, uh, went to Super Supplements the other day and ran into my boy. And then he you told went there to see your boy. Yeah. Okay. So he told me. Lomachenko's his favorite fighter. He's like, I've never seen anybody. And I said, it, Yeah, he's a dancer. Yeah, yeah. He, he's a, he, was a dancer. A, he was a dancer. Hey. Man, that's the reason why he's so he moves so beautifully in the ring. That's the only person that can beat Justin Bieber in a battle is Chris Brown because nobody's beating him in a dance battle right now at, at all. all. At all. Period. No, Michael Jackson can come back from the grave if they happen. You know what I'm saying? Because he should have been him. Maybe Bruno Mars can hang a little bit, but still, no. You have to get your best B boy out there for Chris Brown. He's the son of hip hop. But let's keep it moving forward. Lomachenko, we'll see what you got next. Now, this next one I'm going to pass off to my co-host here. It's the, we're going to talk about this last HBO broadcast. So when I said farewell to 45 years of history, this is going to be this HBO broadcast. Started off with uh, Clarissa Shields on the number one fight card. Then we had Juan Estrada and Cecilia Breckis was the main event. How would you feel about uh, All right, so this whole, this whole fight card was kind of um, – it was remarkable because it was the first time they ever started and, and it actually ended with female boxing. So yeah. we got now we this got, was one that was reviewed, but wasn't so you, you, you're given a lot more praise in any articles that I've read. That's for sure. Nobody said anything bad about it though. The reason why I'm giving, the reason why I'm giving her praise is because I understand the, the, the beauty and everything that is, 
that was bestowed upon this man. So we got uh, um, Clarissa Shields. She started it off. Um, got a unanimous decision victory. Um, just looked really good. Her boxing boxing skills. Ever since she got up with John David uh, Jackson, he's really made her flourish. So she's. I think she's really, really ready for Lady Hammer, and like she's not going to be able to get out box. She's not just all power. After so, after we talk about these next two fights, I want you to pull up how 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 many times she fought this year. Okay, sure. And then also when we go to Ron Francisco Estrada, you know he's fought uh, Soren Visa. He's also fought Chocolate Tito. He's got he how'd brought you, us. How would you feel being groups. sandwiched between those two girls on a fight card? Wouldn't matter. Yeah. I wouldn't mind. Wouldn't at say all. no. I wouldn't say wouldn't no. Say no. Hey. Hey, so, <laughs> like, no, no, don't stop me. No, yes, yes, no, yes. no. I'm no. the only dude here. I got to win. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, co-ed I, locker room. Now, even though the name is pretty easy, I still mess it up. Uh, Cecilia Bruck, Bruckhouse, mm-hmm. Bruck, Bruckhouse. She's a Bruck. Uh, I, I, I wanted to House. say, I want to say, I'm sorry. Whenever I see any woman anywhere, I'm going to judge her as a woman first and not an athlete. She's so, so you, fine. Yeah. She's so fine. Like she's. She she's so gorgeous, the Colombian girl. Yeah, she probably got confused and saw, thought I saw it was another black dude. Hey girl, and she was like, oh, nah, shout out to my no, sister. No, but um, this was the first lady, the first woman of boxing. Yeah, so this was the first first lady of boxing, and this yes. is who Clarissa Shields is trying to drop weight to fight. So we're talking about somebody who's undefeated, uh, thirty seven years old. I think thirty seven years old. Ooh, she might. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> um. Once. But uh, great fight. She completely dominated her opponent. Mm-hmm. Her opponent uh, forgot her name, but either way, Ouch. she was coached by. She was coached by her. It was one of those fights that was just basically a formality mm-hmm. to try to see if they can match up with Clarissa Shields and uh, yeah. Cecilia. I think Cecilia is a little bit bigger, but uh, look it up, Tot Cecilia Brackus, pretty bad. Now yeah. pull up Clarissa Shields. How, how many fights did this time? How many fights does this woman have this year? And this is a two-time gold medalist. She fought on Showtime and HBO. Showtime New Generation and HBO. Then she fight on ESPN too. Gee, I bet you there's nobody else at this level that fought as many times as she. She has oh, HBO and Showtime. Yeah, most likely uh, she might have been on the Zone fight card as well. Hold most on. likely. Hold on, man. I think. Shield S H I E L D. Not like the fake wa- t- uh, wire knockoff, but. Clarissa Shields. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle Illinois. And don't forget to download that Squared Circle app on Google Play and iOS. Clarissa Shields. So, how many total fights in her career? We count. What is this? Yeah, it says the only. Okay, there we go. One, two, three, four. Four times this year. Wow. More than any other male fighter that I'm aware of, at least. Fought at a high level, defended some belts, so she's looking good. Yeah, not bad at all. All right, and so when we got o- when we got over here watching going into this fight, going into this day where we record, the one thing I I knew we were going to cover was the last showing of HBO boxing. Yes, it's now, on our I page. Thought, Check it out: facebook.com forward slash square circle one one. Now, even though these fights were great, I thought it was going to be more of a bigger show farewell. I mean, even though you did get to see. Um, Larry Merchant in there for the last time. We haven't seen him in a while, but I pulled. We pulled it up, and I made you watch it. And I, the first thing that came out of my mouth, my mouth was, "If you don't tear up, it like." And I don't get emotional at all about a lot of things, though. And it, it, it took it took it took me a second and a deep breath to not 
to not actually just weep a little bit mm-hmm. between that just because when you have Roy Jones talk about how he started a career and how HBO, you know, was his family that he mm-hmm. went through from whether it was boxing, whether it was commentating. Mm-hmm. And then you had Max Kellerman who had his Sonny Ill flu game. He was in there the whole time. And then I thought it was reminiscent of, you know, it, it the show dying because Max Kellerman was sick. And then his voice just sounded like it was over. And then you had uh, best best pickup for 2019 was ESPN was, boxing. Yeah, for real. So, so hey, sorry, I love Timothy Bradley, but uh, somebody's getting unemployed on this one. Yeah, and then also you have Jim Lampley, the king of the the king of the sneak disc, clo- closing out. Yeah. But on top of all that, just like Sonny Ill said, we have it on our we have it on our page. Take your time out. It's a nice 20-minute tribute. Um, it was before the beginning and the end, but it just went over the last 45 45 years. years of the most savage and the most humane sport. Six years older glad, than me. Glad, gladiator sport. This is – it was just beautiful to watch. And, and it's always – I was telling somebody the other day, the – we had so much great music yeah. growing up mm-hmm. that we took advantage of it. Yes, like, we did. like we we really took it. No, yes. we took it for granted. Yes. So it was just like you know when you had when you was running to, when I was running the Target when I was running the Camelot and just every Tuesday just because and there was albums on top of albums that were great albums and I was able to you know bro I miss going to Tower Records throwing the headphones on like and just going through the tracks and then so once it goes so once I look at music now I'm like man it really makes Not me appreciate what we have. So, I say that to say this. When they showed the montage of all the boxing over the last 45 years, from the Rumble in the Jungle to, you know, to to the Thrill of Manila, to just what we have now, to the changing of the guards, to the Roy Jones, the Floyd Mayweathers, the Oscar De La Hoyas, the Triple Gs, the, you know, Sergey Kovalovs, all the, the Andre Wards. It really, really hurt my heart, and I'm really sad, actually, to, to see this thing end. Canelo's getting three hundred sixty-five million on this zone. That's a million dollars a day. I under, I understand that. But yeah, but this is crazy because I think about this. You eliminate HBO boxing from history. That's three hundred sixty-five dollars, possibly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how much of a market made in boxing that you created a value to other fighters. You took a sport and found a way to produce and release brutal. Battles Combat. for our, our entertainment. Remember, the only difference between them and gladiators is probably a shield and a sword. That's just period. That's what it is, right? And you were able to take this one person now. This one man is worth a million dollars a day to watch three or twice a year. That's insane, bro, when you think about that. I don't, like, I understand that, but I, I think just us talking about the zone is taken away from... Everything De La Hoya that, was everything. on first take the other day, and he said it like I said: pay per view boxing is dead. Yeah, it's dead. It's done. Gone. Although, um, I just saw the pay per view uh, buys for Deontay Wilder, Not and uh, that, I mean, it's decent for what it was. It's still more than who was still more than MMA. No, but HBO, I salute you guys, and I'm gonna miss you because, like, I don't think there was any broadcast or any commentary when they brought up Emmanuel Stewart and all the cats that they had before that. There is nobody. There's no better dream team than yep. Max Kellerman, Jim Lampley, and Roy Jones yep. in there. So even when they had the special guests on there, you know whether it was Andre Ward or you know Bernard Hopkins, yeah. the, these are the names that we see ringside. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm just even yep. even uh, 
Michael Buffer not being there. It was just like yep. I, don't, I don't. It was just it was just the whole aura of it was just really different. And and, and yep. I'm really sad to see it go. I think it was HBO was so special to me. End of an era. Up. I'm glad. Just like the same thing. Like I said about Michael Jordan. I'm glad I was alive to witness it in person. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Luckily for us, we were blessed with Jordan and LeBron. Yeah. Kobe, don't you? And don't Kobe. you? Don't, yeah, My bad. Say, don't I you apologize. Not. No, there was um, and then also this is one thing that I saw. It went. They went over the, they went over who, had the most fights and appearances with HBO. So I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read this, and then we can move on. Okay. So I'm gonna start at the bottom. Bottom. These are these are HBO box the most appearances on there. So Mike Tyson with 17, mm-hmm. Marco Antonio Barrera with, uh. 19. Wow. Pernell Whitaker, 19. Wow. Artur Gotti, 21. Uh, Vladimir Klitschko, 22. Nice. Bernard Hopkins, 23. Nice. Lennox Lewis, 23. Woo. Hold on. Let me see. Gotta work that thing. Yep. Miguel Cotto, 24. Woo. Manny Pacquiao, 24. Woo. Floyd, 27. Yes. Shane Mosley, 27. Woo. Oscar De La Hoya and Roy Jones with 32. With 32 right there. HBO appearance. Golden man. Boy and Roy Jones Jr. with the most on there. So shout out to HBO Boxing and farewell. It's always a sad moment when you see anybody in the game, but I guess you had a good run, and for whatever reasons, you found it was your time to bow out. We need a, we really need a soundboard. This is a, this is a truly deserving of a ten count. Ten count. So, ding, ding. Now, let's, now we're gonna move on here. I got BJS, and I'm not talking about a BJ, but Billy Joe Saunders has been added to the Warrington Frampton fight card on December 22nd. So I'm glad to see him get his return back to the ring. And then, believe it or not. Sightings have emerged. Rigando will fight. Rigando will fight January 2019. Not Rigando, sure Rigando, when. So, you know Maybe what's great on about the this? Same card as another fighter. What's great? What's great about that is it's not just a sighting. It's not just somebody coming in and saying, "Oh, he's back in the ring." Spar. We're trying to get. It. Mm-hmm. it just says he's coming back to the ring, which yeah. is very well. <laughs> Ever since I think he unjustly got stripped of his bantamweight uh, mm-hmm. belt. For moving up to fight Lomachenko, mm-hmm. which is just a slap in the face. I mm-hmm. think he's easily deserving of a title shot once Ooh. he comes back. So let's take a let's take a warm up first. Let's take a warm up first for and what? Let's know he, what lost to, to... he lost Lomachenko. It's not like he lost to some bum and then it's just like, all right, let's go. See. You mean you mean quit on the stool? No mas. Yeah. Uno, no mas. Hey. It wouldn't be the first time it has happened. We've no. seen it happen to Nicholas Walters. I don't know if it was in the same sighting, but possibly Keith Thurman is coming back in 2019 Who? for an official date. Who? One time. So maybe his only fight for the year. So one time. That is that the is that the official date right versus Josecito Lopez defending his WBA title. So now, even though on January 19th, which will be a title eliminator for the immediate fight towards the winner of this fight here. So, Keith Thurman, once he beats Josecito Lopez, most likely. I assume. I hope. Is that, Convincingly. Um, is that the official date right there? January, January 26th. 26th. That is the date he will my... face the winner of Manny Pacquiao versus Adrian Broner. Boner. Let's get it correct. Um, now, let's say let's entertain this for a second. In a world, if Boner wins, then Pacquiao might have been listening to his and went back to whoring and women. But who would you like? How do you? How does that? How does that even cross your mind though? Of a Keith Thurman versus Manny Pacquiao or Adrian Boner? Would you think that would ever happen? 
One time boner versus what, Pac-Man. A, a one time boner. Nobody <laughs> nobody wants a one time boner. Nobody. nobody wants a one time boner. <laughs> you can't make that up. But oh I just did. But anyways, or one time with Pac-Man. Look at that man, look at it. Not a scratch on his face. Didn't even break a sweat. That's horrible. Anyways. I don't want none of this. Cause either way, in that it's still key. I still see Keith Thurman coming out on top of all that. Adrian Broner, who's a shell of himself. Uh, you got Manny Pacquiao, who's 50 years old. I'm tired of Keith Thurman winning. You know what the worst thing about uh, this is? What? Just, if he beats Pacquiao, like knocks him out, this fool is up here with his belt on a, on a mantle. Guess what? You are fighting under his terms regardless now. Regardless. Regardless. That's why I was asking Regardless. you if that's the official date. Because if that's the official date, that's, that's, the, a, official date. that's the day before my birthday. And I will hope that Josecito Lopez yeah. wins this fight. That's, Lord, my, that's my prayer. If you ever listen to me, he broke Victor Ortiz's jaw once. What's one time? One more. Can he do that? Keep Thurman, please. Just break his jaw. Break his jaw. We'll see what happens there. I don't even need him to break his jaw. I just need him to beat him. Just win the fight somehow. Get the title out Let, of his hands. Rob him. Robbery. Let's fight him in California. Robbery. Now, let's go into this fight weekend. We got a stacked fight weekend. You know, that's on. a shame that if Keith Thurman got robbed, I wouldn't mind. You look like you lost to me. I'm just <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, I'm like, I, like, I, I, like, Manny Pacquiao, when he got robbed by Timothy Bradley, I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure he got robbed? Like, yeah. nah, hey, hey, I know he got robbed, but that's one of those. I'm like, it was a trap. Eh, I don't care. <laughs> Yeah. All right, let's just show what's going on. Show hey, 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 hey. He's not the first or the last. Hey, yeah. it happens. Now, we got some fights starting off Friday here. First one is Joseph Parker returns to the ring against Alexander Flores back in New Zealand. This Kiwi's back on the block. So we'll see what happens and what he can Why do. Why does Joseph Parker's fighting style reminds me of Tony Ballou? I like Joseph Parker, but yeah, he, same style. Exact same style. Same style. Good, it's just like whenever I, see just, whenever I see them too, I'm just like, man, yeah, I, want them, I want them to fight each other. Yeah, it's a good. If, if uh, Tony Ballou did Tony Ballou's retire, done. yeah, I he's know done. he's done. He's but done. I'm saying if he didn't retire, Ooh. Alexander Usyk should go after Joseph Parker. First win in heavyweight division puts the neighborhood on watch, puts the block on hold. If Alexander Usyk goes up to heavyweight and faces and beats Joseph Parker, he can travel to New Zealand and beat him, even though it's probably more money in the Ukraine. But if he did that, it puts the heavyweight division on notice. Agree or disagree? I agree. Okay. I think it would be a cop-out fight because I think he's just way better boxer than him. So oh, yeah, yeah, it would yeah. easily. But if, it, if your first fight moving yeah. up, yeah. that's a good one. Now, let's go on to it would kind of, It would kind of be like Terrence Crawford moving up to beat Joe, Jeff Horn. It's yeah, like, right. yeah, you beat a champion, but uh, uh, technically you beat a champion. Yeah, yeah. You're still right. number one in my book, but whatever. Now, have you ever seen a fighter bring a pillow into the ring? I have. Josh Greer Jr. versus Daniel Lozano. This night, is gonna night. Be, this night, is going to be on the ESPN. You want to go night, night? <laughs> One of the few funny Kevin Hart jokes. Yeah. One of the few. When he used but, to be fu funny. Right? Yeah. Well, he's funny now. The, the Oscars no, fired he's, him. No, he's not. He's for, not funny at all. For um, a homophobic. He said, he said that was uh, gay. I know what he said, but he's not funny. But let's continue. Josh Greer Jr. versus Daniel Lozano. This is a showcase fight for Josh Greer Jr. You ready to go night-night? You better put him to sleep then and showcase like it is explained because you will be the co-main event for the rematch of a non-title fight, Gilberto Ramirez versus Jesse Hart. 
Unless this yeah. only goes to Jesse Hart because Ramirez was stripped for failing a drug test. Yeah, but at the same time, is of course this will be indifferent for this Jesse is redemption. Hart. This is redemption. This for is redemption. Jesse Hart. So this, this is, is what you fought be- back to. You get. only you only got one loss on your record, and it was to this man. So if you beat him, too bad it's not going to be for the belt. But Zerto is uh, he's the truth. He's the truth. He's real. So like I actually, he's real. I want to. I want to go for the black guy, but I don't think he's going to take it, though. I don't think so either, man. His cocaine's in him system. It might be an early night. Who knows? Okay, so you're going for Zerto? Oh, yeah. Fine, I'll go for Jesse Hart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so. now, now, I got five more names I want to talk about because we were talking about Dazen already. And talk about putting a Christmas present together. Is this, do you see it? Is this a good gift for Christmas? I think it's a great gift Great for gift. And we're talking about 10 days before Christmas. When was the last time you had boxing like this 10 days before Christmas? That you can remember. I, I don't know anything in my lifetime. Man, Usually after got, the first look, week of December, that's it. Look, my memories come in flashes. I'll just be sitting there thinking about, ooh, dang, man, I remember that. Mm. Don't ask me on the spot about a We'd time have to take or another shot and is. see what you remember. It might not be boxing. But. No, no. See, the more shots I take, the closer I get to blacking out, not remembering. <laughs> man, that, what what, what, what that alcohol a, you drink, man? Is that a racist comment, too? <laughs> no. Now, let's talk about the next Golden Boy Deuce. Part deal. This is the man who's got more women in the crowd than my man Shooter. Ryan Garcia, the king, versus Braulio Rodriguez? Braulio? Braulio Rodriguez? Bro. This is like the Mexican version of a bro code. Oh, God. <laughs> Braulio. Now, Ryan Garcia, I'm going to go off of the name on this one and say you should get the win. I won't say an easy win because I don't know who this cat is. I was just about to. You know what, man? This is how I know we're in unison. See, we're <laughs> telekinesic. Telekinesic because I was like, do you even know anything about Rodriguez? Because I don't, I, though. I'm a, so, no, he's a I, Latin descent. But I'm pretty sure But I'm pretty sure Oscar De La Hoya is not going to set this guy up for anything yep. but success. So, Ryan Garcia, uh, yep. he didn't knock the last dude out, right? Message the top-ranked boxing right now. Message the top-ranked boxing. I want you to see what Oscar De La Hoya is doing. I want to see what the zone's doing. And look what they're bringing to us, the boxing fans who determine who's hot and who's not, right? This is a fight card between two entities that are able to come together as one and realize that we can all get paid together. Now, Saddam Ali returns to the ring versus Mauricio Herrera. Is this the first time we've seen him since he got murdered? Since he got murked. Since he got murked by Jaime Munguia. But they are putting him in against a tough veteran. Mauricio I don't know what Herrera. Herrera has left. He is arguably a win over Danny Garcia, a controversial loss, basically. So we'll see what he has left in the tank. Saddam so, Ali, so a this very, is, very highly regarded this prospect. Where, this is where I will give Saddam Ali the credit. Once a champion. And this is where I will give him the head nod on this because there's no possible way that he's going to take a beat down from Herrera than he right. did from Jaime Maguia. Yeah. And the way that he, because the thing is, he didn't get knocked out. He got stopped, but he yeah. didn't get knocked out. By a much so, bigger fighter. By a much bigger guy, he's, man. Who looks he's like a, a natural 147 so, yeah, pounder. So, so. so I would say that with his high boxing IQ and his speed, mm-hmm. I think he should be able to get this. But also coming off that loss that he had, I, I wanna, don't think it's going to be nowhere near Now, this near is one that. of these so moments I where I want to see 12 rounds of schooling. I want to yeah. see you box good. Yeah. I want to see you control the distance. I want to see that jab. I want to see that pop in there. But just like I want to see the, the same Saddam Ali that had people good. cautious. Has to look good. Has I like to look him. good. I do like him. Now, David Lemieux is returning against a very tough veteran in Torino Johnson. Torino Johnson's got a loss against Curtis Stevens. He got a beat on Mike... Gavrotsky out of Tacoma. But David Lemieux is a guy who just came back uh, a week after uh, Spike O'Sullivan fights, right? 
And because uh, he's coming off a couple KTFOs. In fact, I think he's in the running for KTFO of the year this year also. He sure is. He sure is against Spike O'Sullivan. But now he's facing Terrano Johnson, who is a tested, tested veteran who's got a lot of good rounds in him. Let's go through Terrano's record real quick. So Terrano Johnson, he's 20 wins, two losses with uh, 14 KOs. So um, just lost to Sergey Derevchenko, uh the very end of uh, round 12 in mm-hmm. his last fight. And then uh, Curtis Stevens. So mm-hmm. those are his two losses, and that was uh, TKO. Mm-hmm. So it looks like he he's seen some names. He's seen some names, and of this course, is, just like you said, he and got this is one of these things where David Lemieux, you're in there with a boxer now. What are you gonna do against a boxer? You want to try and get this fight with Canelo? You trying to fight these names? You want another shot at Triple G? You're in there with a boxer. You get 12 rounds. Last time this happened against Billy Joe, what happened? Got school. You, you got took into school. Yeah. So we'll see what you do. But you better like, cut off that ring and chop this Billy, man down. Billy Joe Saunders is not my cup of tea. I think he's just like Tyson Fury as far as he's great for the sport. He's your man. But Billy Joe Saunders is a different kind of breed, yes, man. So like, not, not there's not many people who can yes. box like him, move yes. like him, and have that ring yes. generalship. So that is true. I don't think it's going to be the same as like that, but we're definitely going to see. So now, one of our favorite boxers, possibly, possibly our fighter of the year, even is Tevin Farmer. Because this is a man who's fought probably as much as Clarissa Shields, possibly his fourth time fighting. You know why? And he's doing 10 to 12 rounds too because he ain't getting touched. You ain't touching him. At all. Him and his three eyes. Looking over here. Talk, talk to me. I'm right here. To your right. So the last fight that he had, he got James Tennyson out of there mm-hmm. in the fifth round TKO. Yep. Just looked good. He just looks, he looks great, man. How uh, many 2018 current- fights? That three or four? Three. Okay. This will be his third fight okay. this year. So, which is more than enough when you're talking about current champions fighting usually one or two times. This man is learning on the job still. You know what I'm saying? Learning on the job. That's how good this boy is. What, what weight division is? 130? 126? 130, right? Uh, super 130. Yeah, that's right. Because he wants Javante Davis next. Um, Well, I don't think that Davis is in the negotiating table because he fought once this year. Uh, may fight once next year. He may not even fight again until 2020 at the rate he's going, so we'll see what happens. And plus, I don't want to see that anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's other guys that they can fight in yes. between there. Now, Tevin Farmer is definitely a, a fan favorite. He's not quite on that top 10 pound for pound list, but he's definitely a household favorite. And we will pick him on this one at least. I'm not. I, you got any, anything? Fonseca's no, no slouch. He's been around. He, anything against him? No. Okay. I just don't uh, I think Tevin Farmer is one of those uh, mm-hmm. gifts to boxing where it's just ne- it just comes. Said gifts or G- gift? Gifts. Okay. G- <laughs> you know what? If you're gonna make fun of if you're gonna make fun of how I talk, man, I can leave. <laughs> Sorry. I, I can I can leave, but <laughs> he's one of those gifts to boxing yeah. that is it's natural for him and it comes effortless to him, even though he has four losses. He's still the current champion right now, and I think he's really, mm-hmm. really great at what he does, yes. man. So I think, you know, as a southpaw, he's slick. He moves great. He moves really well. And then mm-hmm. he has power, but most importantly, he has a high boxing IQ. So, yeah. Okay, moving on here to this main event. Now I'm, I'm a – Canelo Alvarez. Canelo Alvarez versus Rocky Fielding. Now DeZone has a little thing I'm going to watch later. It says the Rocky Road to Canelo. Great title. But it says what it's called the Rocky Road to Canelo, it's whatever it is, their little all access thing. But so, Canelo Alvarez, now 
I don't know enough about Rocky Fielding just to call, count him out and say that Canelo's going to dominate this win, okay? Because he's a tall, lanky fighter who's got some good range. But this is a thing where I could see him lose because of the moment. When the lights hit the stage, what are you going to do, right? Who are you? Who are you then? What class do you belong in? Now, this one might be for your father. May the 4th be with you. That's the date reserved for Golden Boy and Canelo's next fight. Yeah, and they were talking about having it be Triple G's third fight. No, already, already. Is there anything more disrespectful to Rocky Fielding? Especially since he's the champion right now, too. So it's like you're you're moving up to my weight class. To face me. I'm giving you a title shot. But, yeah, we got other dates around here, man. Can we get this going? I I got things to do, bro. I got I, I got like, things you're, you're, to do, bro. I don't even plan on staying here in this weight class, but I'm staying here to beat you. Real I'm gonna quick take your go. belt and go back home, and then let it go. That is disrespectful. That is so disrespectful. Because of that, I'm a little worried. A little worried. Just a little bit. Just I'm not. Wor- I'm not really worried because um, just just we said it a thousand times on the show. Lost to Mayweather, mm-hmm. gave him the blueprint on how he's going to, especially with the close fight in, in our eyes, the yes. loss to tr- the first Triple G fight. Yes. It really gave him the blueprint yes. on how to beca- become, act, and preserve that championship yes. mentality. So I think Canelo's going to be another day in the office. He may have a problem with the size, mm-hmm. but at the same time, is boxing is boxing. Yep. And you're gonna, he's going to train for this. So... We'll what's what sad happens. what's sad about this is I was at my boy's house last night and he was like when I told him Canelo fights this weekend, he said Who? Who? he said he fights this weekend. He's like, I haven't heard no nothing from nothing about that. Tell him listen to the show. Yeah, I told him listen to the show, but the, also that's a part on the zone though too. Mm-hmm. So the advertisement like it's like have you really even seen any advertisement or push for this? I mean Not outside, in the US. like if you Not were in the US, like no. if you weren't Sunny Ill and I wasn't shooter and we didn't have this show mm-hmm. like and we didn't have to stay with boxing the way we did. Yeah. And all the pages and everything we follow. Like, honestly, would you really know about this fight? No, not at all. Not at all. I would have came up again like this. Like, what? Did you know he was fighting? I can't believe it. So we'll check it out. Now, are you picking a decision or knockout? Picking a decision. Okay, okay. It unanimous? Kinda, it kinda, um, yeah, unanimous. It kind of reminds me of when Roy Jones first moved up to heavyweight. Yes. His first fight, and he got the he got the decision on that one yep. just because, you know, just getting your feet wet in a new division. Mm-hmm. You already went. We just got done watching the Canelo-Floyd Mayweather fight, and mm-hmm. he weighed in at 152 there. So he just fought Triple G at 160. 60, yep. Then, he, you know, going to 168. He has mm-hmm. to get acclimated to these weights to, that is true. just to make sure. So I'm, hey, I'm saying. Chin down again, my friend. So I'm saying. Unanimous. Now, if he applies the pressure and knocks this guy out, I, I don't. I, I, <laughs> I don't know if he really wants to do that because then that's the David Benavidez and Zerto Ramirez. All I, these guys are gonna come. I'll tell you right now, him. if he knocks him out early, there is no Triple G third fight because he's gonna fight David Benavidez. He's gonna fight in 168. He's gonna yeah. defend the belt. If he knocks out Rocky Fielding, regardless. There is no third Triple G fight unless it's at 168. Nah, I think if he knocks him out, I think that'll be quicker to go down to 160 to try to knock Triple G out. To sit there and no. really give Statements him. made at this point. You stay at 168, no, the you sta- make him come to you. The statement is made where, all right, bro, you say I robbed you the first fight. Second fight, I went Mexican style, I beat you. 
Now I'm gonna give you the Manny Pacquiao, and you're gonna become a meme. Go to sleep. He's gonna go to sleep. He's gonna end his career like Marquez. He's a <laughs> so if anybody, you guys aren't gonna know the reference to that, but we were watching the HBO montage, and and they showed the Manny Al pa the Manny Pacquiao versus the Marquez Ma Manuel Marquez. Marquez knocked sleeped him. In which we have one of the greatest memes of all time in the Marquez, but. That knockout ended Marquez's career, and he's the one who won it. Cause we haven't seen him since, man. He's still living. True. He's still living off that. Like still living off. Marquez that. is living. Marquez is living like Orlando show. Salido. Yeah. Just like, haha, look what I did. Now I'm gonna live off that forever. That's it. That's all I need. Make sure you download that Squared Circle app. It's available in Google Play and iOS. Don't forget to go to facebook.com forward slash Square Circle 101 and subscribe. Listen, like, rate, review the podcast. Available in Google Play and iTunes. And don't forget to talk a little smack on Twitter. I love the consistent fans. Shout out to Ashburn, Virginia. Never sleeping on us. One day, hopefully, I'll know who you are and not just a stalker from afar. Now, how are we winning? What you got for me? The ways you learn to survive may not be the ways you want to continue to live. Uh -huh. Heal and shift. Heal and shift, not a sex position. Shout out to my man, Shooter. I loved and blessed to do number 125 with you one more time. And we out. See you.